advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I am Lucas Tiamore. And I'm Rachel. Rachel is back. I'm back. I'm so freaking happy to be with you guys. After six weeks away. My heart is so full right now. I'm so fucking excited to be back. We missed you dearly. We really did. We missed you lots. Right before the show, you guys were mentioning that uh, a lot of restaurants don't have menus anymore. Oh, I fucking yeah. hate it. They have um they use QR codes now a lot of them. Um and it's definitely like a certain type of restaurant does this. Um and I feel like it is a, a like a way to alienate people like of certain generations or people who like like of certain socioeconomic status, but like the thing is like you just because you don't have money for a smartphone doesn't mean you don't have money to eat in a restaurant. Like that doesn't, you know, it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to have a smartphone to eat in a restaurant. That's a level of accessibility. You shouldn't, you know, it's one of the, another one of those things they're doing against folks with disabilities too. Like, well, yeah, we've taken my dad's, I think smart. I think we got him a regular phone because it's easier for him to use now. Yeah, totally. Um, And so like, disabled there's a lot of like people who have you know had strokes and things like that where the smartphone is kind of um hard for them to use and like i read in the daily news i believe it was or in some paper i know that it is disability pride month right now it is disability pride month and is it true or maybe you don't know that one in four americans have some kind of disability well, that's in, including like emotional disabilities. So, like, I'm in that, li- like, I, I'm included in that, like, that. So, that's not uh, physical disabilities, but, um, it, like, emotional, um, intellectual and, um, and, um, physical impairments all yeah i think that is probably true i've never heard that number but i i know that like they're they've started to clump all three of those types of disabilities together um as being disabled or not yeah it surprised me but not entirely when i read that number yeah i mean a lot of them are invisible disabilities you can't a lot of our our friends at our mental health program you wouldn't know if you saw them on the street until you like interact with them for a longer period of time that they have a disability yeah, one of our friends, you know, she's incredibly smart, but it, you know, would really sh- like struggle out in the world on her own because she just doesn't understand like rule, like some rules that are very important rules to understand. And like, you, we, she would be very unsafe with the police if her if she didn't have like some supervision. Uh, yeah, she doesn't understand like consequences of actions. Like. You know, we explain every day. She says, why can't I steal from the store? And we explain every day, like, you could go to jail. Like, that's that's not safe to do. If she, like, she can't drive because she, like, she doesn't understand why we can't run red lights. And she, you know, we can't even trying to explain the safety of it to her. She just really doesn't understand why, like, you know, rules must apply like that. Um, And... It's otherwise, I mean, she's like, can remember everyone's birthday. She's very, very intelligent, but she just like, like has such a hard time understanding some of these like very important concepts to be able to live on your own. So like after her parents pass, like she's either going to have to live like in probably like some sort of mental health home or like my mom said, maybe like maybe by that point, Rachel and I would be responsible enough to be able to like help her and live with her, you know, but it's like, yeah, we we love her so dearly. We love her dearly, yeah. But you know, 
it's sad because like her parents are sheltering her maybe too much at this point because they've seen her like as a child she would be taken to institutions and you know by the police as a just as a child so she at this point they've really sheltered her and like she does like at this point want to have sex she does want to be like a normal adult she does want to have kids and but she's so sheltered that they don't even let her out of the house other than to go to our program i know i want her to have her have her dream of having sex come true she wants to have sex so bad she just would need support because again it's like the the consequences the consequences would need she like she they do not send her parents to a like gynecologist and we have described explained like you need to go to a gynecologist when you have certain sex you know that in that that like and i mean she should at this point at her age be have gone to a gynecologist anyway i think it's a little a bit wrong that her parents haven't taken her but um do you want to say the eight the physical age or not um tw- uh, she's 28 yeah okay. and so i think at that age you, you should like just start screening um, you know, it's some, some will say she's kind of at the verge. Like I think after 30, they really say you need to definitely be going to get a pap smear, um, every five years after 30. Um, and then, you know, but they, but I got my first pap smear before that age. Yeah. Um, you know, but I was actively having sex. So I think it's, it can be different, but, um, our program is really, really radical because they don't, they don't baby clients with disabilities. Like we have no. a sex ed group and like, they don't, they don't treat people like, um, like babies. Cause they're not, they're, they're grown ass people. We had a whole, whole group on why Ayana and I needed to both go to the gynecologist. I have now, I have now went after I got shamed for a whole group. I was like, this is fucking I'm so proud of you for going. <laughs> My therapist was like, she was sharing like way too much information. It was only like a three person group, but she was sharing way too much information about each person. Like, it's like, I'm like, you're not really allowed to do that. (laughs) Hello, HIPAA? I know. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, she was just like, she was saying like, she was saying like radically personal like information about me. She was like saying like, she was telling them that I was on testosterone, but I still need to go to the gynecologist. And like, like she was going into detail. (laughs) Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. I was uh, getting back to this iPhone for a minute and and no menus in the restaurants. I was reading recently some uh, works by Abby Hoffman. Folks who don't know who Abby Hoffman is. Abby Hoffman is my my God and leader, Savior, Jesus Christ. But I can't follow him too much because like when I followed him too much, I got arrested. Do you want to say who Abby Hoffman is or from your perspective? And I'll give you a little bit of my perspective. I mean, I like all have only read about Abby Hoffman more because I like, you know, wasn't like there to see like you know you were there to see it but like i was sorry to cut you off i was at a a marijuana day protest i think a national marijuana day uh event i think i was like too young to be there i was about 10 years old and they were giving out uh abby hoffman masks and as a 10 year old i was wearing one of them and i was joining in the chant free abby hoffman Free Abby Hoffman. You were such a punk as a kid. I was such a fucking punk as a kid. I know. I love it. I knew what I was saying, but as a 10 year old, I had this fucking mask on at a marijuana (laughs) fucking legalization parade. And and so I, I w- at a young age, became aware of who he was. And I, I asked, you know, before I put the mask on, I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, well, he was set up. Uh, they, they they planted cocaine in, and then they, uh, they arrested him, and he has uh, taken off. And there was... There was a rumor that he was going to be at that rally, which is why everyone was dressed was, as Abby Hoffman. 
Yeah, I mean, he was just as like radical guy who pushed boundaries and so much that like they i mean like they they ter- he they they were terrified of him they were terrified of abby hoffman and he was really just like an artist i mean like he was really just pushing boundaries through art it really like he wasn't like using violence you no, know he was absolutely non-violent in his approach is one of the reasons why he's somebody that i look up to me too and yeah uh he one of his books is called steal this book and i'm gonna try to tie some of this stuff together uh and then i'm gonna back off a little bit <laughs> but um yeah so when when you talk about stealing from a store uh are there times when it's okay to steal are there times when maybe you should steal I'm just asking questions. I'm not giving you my opinion on this right now. Totally. Yes, I think there are times when you should. So our um, friend, she like has beautiful ideas that food should be free. And, and, but we, we've had to really explain to her that she doesn't understand like the store has to buy the food too. And that like, if you like steal from a minimum wage employee, like they might get fired. And we've had to really explain to her some of these things, but like you kind of have to explain it to her every day. But she asked great, yeah. great questions. She's great like, questions. but what if you're really hungry? Like, what if you're really hungry? What if asks. you really don't have food? I'm like, no, you're totally right. Yes. But, but like she, she really like, I think like she sees the world in a beautiful way where she mm-hmm. believes like we should all have access to food for free. And, and, and she's right. And she's yeah. totally right. And so she sees the world in like maybe more of a simple way than, than the world is set up. And like, she, sh- she shouldn't be like shamed for that. But like the problem is, is like the t- types of things that like she wants to do will draw attention from police. Yes. And yes. she, she is a black woman. She's um, a black woman. She's yeah. someone who, when you interact with her for a little bit, it becomes apparent she has a disability She's, so. she's curvy like that and that that like affects you like like you know i think like it's hard because like i think you know we like curvy people we like are crueler to in society you know so like if they break the rules it's like fuck you know like then you know like they'll you know if they're like it's they're easier on like if like a skinny little girl totally. breaks the rules than if like especially a skinny white girl a skinny white girl breaks the rules than a curvy black girl who you know what I mean like like they like are afraid of that power I think uh, police are you know yes. based on uh, the writings of Aubrey Gordon I'm gonna use the word fat um, and- yeah we've we've been talking about using the word fat a lot mm-hmm. and so uh, I'm gonna. Just use that word. Yes, it is more difficult. She's got a lot of strikes against her. She's got a lot society. of strikes against her. Yeah, uh, being being fat, being it's it's and having, but it sounds like she's got a lot of things right. I mean, like like if like if for for like finding like a man, like she does want to find a man now. Like for finding a man, she's like be, like she's a beautiful girl. Like she like 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 I think she's definitely could like we asked her if she wanted one of the guys in the program and she like knew that he was not good enough for her like <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she was like she was like no i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna find a better man than that <laughs> <laughs> like, totally and we were like okay cool <laughs> and i love that our program is like down with that they were like yeah hell were, yeah like, oh yeah yeah um but like but supermarkets are stealing from us all the time uh when i was working for the new york public interest group i learned that the scanners uh, on, in supermarkets, about one in ten of the items are scanned incorrectly, and out of those one in ten, 
Nine out of ten are scanned incorrectly in the supermarket's favor. That can't be coincidental. My, my mom checks. No. They my, are ripping my off mom the public. checks every single thing you scanned. Make sure she get, checks with her. Like se- she's checking, make sure the sale ring, the this ring. Goddamn she, right. She like and she will say, and it happens. Like I know as a child because she did that. Like they do, it's always happening because she would be like, nope, that's wrong. Nope, mm-hmm. that's wrong. That's that does not, not surprise That is me. <laughs> not how it is listed. This is where my parents have money. Like she, my mom checked for, th- like, you no, know, you just charged me 30 more cents. You know, like, and it's like, some of it's just small, 30 cents, but you do that in 10 items. And then, and some of it is big, like over, like, like, but I can't, like, I like, she'd raise me to do that. And I like still like can't do it. Yeah, like, and it's difficult for you to explain this to your friend because it's a complex uh, idea. I would never steal a piece of fruit from a guy on a corner with a fruit stand because I know how much he's struggling and I know that he's probably never overcharged a person in his life. But Morton Williams, if I'm hungry... The only and, reason I wouldn't want to say that to her is because I wouldn't want to encourage her to, to start stealing from big corporations. Right, right. because it's because <laughs> because it's 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 a very layered uh, and issue where you know right and wrong is not black and white. It's very gray. It's very gray. Yeah, um, you know, it's you know she's she'll just sit there and she'll be like, you know, they I went to the store today. And they asked me for the money. <laughs> she is, and she is out fucking rage. Outraged. Outraged. And like, so Nick got to the point where he was like, can you stop? I heard him one the other day and he goes, can you stop? Like, can you please start bringing your food from home? Because <laughs> it's so upsetting. it's so upsetting to her. And but she also gets really proud when she buys something at a store. She does because, you know, she's like, um... Like that's like one of it's like one of the few interactions she's having with the outside world. Um, you know, so it's like very and you know, she's good with money, she knows how to use it, she knows how to you know, she uses all cash, she knows how to like she knows how to make she she has said something before. That's not what you charge like we went to these that's not what you charged me last week. And they were like, Well, they must have over they must have undercharged you last week and she's like, No, I come here. Did she and like they she she so she's like my mother where she will I mean, my dad made us sit through um, talking down infinity for a lot of money. Like, it, he had a dad just had a stroke. Like, he's still had very little speech. He still managed to get this them to lower the price of this car by a lot. And he was like laughing at them. He was like, ha, "You think I'm going to pay that for an infinity?" <laughs> he was like, "The Lexus is across the street. I'm doing this for my wife, but." I'll go to Lexus. And like, and like he made us sit through this. This was like our, our last education, our last education as adults. He was like, no, no, I, you need, you need, y'all need to see, y'all need to see how you buy a car. But like, (laughs) (laughs) I like with all this education, I'm like still not a very good barter. Like, I'm just like, just like, whatever. What do you want me to pay? I'll pay it. We need to teach her to be a a quiet punk. It's kind of hard to teach someone to be like subversive. You can't just out outright. Like refuse to never pay for food again. You have to be. Well, I think what we need to do. I I think there are, there are a lot of things that we need to do, and and I'm having another reawakening. This happens every decade or few decades where I turn off the television and I use a lot less substances, and my mind wakes up, 
and that can be scary to the powers that be when that happens too. Oh, that's I'm learning this. That's mm-hmm. like some of the scariest shit in the world. Yeah. Oh, they're terrified of me. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, you know, of going, of, of, of going back to. Well, I'm not thinking of it. I am going back to some of these revolutionaries that mm-hmm. that really, uh, in some cases, sacrificed their lives to try to make a change. I don't believe for one second that Abby Hoffman committed suicide. Uh, just right around the time when he's talking about when he's exposing the CIA for killing people and making it look like suicides, that's when he kills himself i don't think so i think that's total bullshit and i think there's a lot of bullshit going on and i think that there's a lack of protest and that there's a lack of eye-opening i think there's too much complacency right now and economic iniquity is a huge problem and there does need to be a redistribution of the wealth and it is going to take some kind of revolution for this to happen and it's a revolution that's been talked about for years and years and years and there are small changes that have happened and maybe that's the actual revolution is it's going to be incremental. I'd like to see it happen a little more quickly. I would like to be more a part of it and rather than a part of the problem, which is something that I had been becoming. And unless you all have something to add to that, I think I'm ready to play a song. All right. We're going to play uh, Sympathy for the Devil. That's my song. That is your song. And I'm playing you a version you might not have heard. I'm hoping that this is new to you. This is uh, live at the Tokyo Dome in 1990. And it's just a really great, you're going to love it. I dance to it in your house. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I, I love that that song says like, um, who, who killed the Kennedys? It was you and me. Like, I think it, that's, that's true. It's like, it's the complacency to, um, you know, it's the complacency to these like murders that are clearly, clearly, clearly not what that we've been told they are. And there's complacency and that's the problem. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I worry that they're going to come after me like that. You know, I, sometimes I do worry about that because like, um, they're so, they, they seem so angry. Like the police are so angry at me. Um, you know, my friend, he died and, um, he was a very big in black lives matter. He, um, he was the medic. So that's like really helping a lot of people, you know, um, and he was a good medic because he had helped a lot of people who did very like dangerous things in nightlife, like would cut themselves up on stage and shit like that. He was like the medic for that. So he was a very good medic. And um, he, the police, when he was thrown, that we have videos in the news, like he was thrown off of a balcony um, and um, or a fire escape. And he, um, it was clearly thrown. Something went a- after he was thrown. Something else fell. They're trying to say that he just fell himself. Something else fell. So this is like, we know there was somebody else there. Um, it's like the video confirms it. Um, the police refused to investigate it. Um, you know, the p- police refused to investigate it. Um, and, you know, some people are saying, oh, it's because he, you know, maybe he was involved with like um, dealing drugs or something like that. And they, so they, they didn't care about him because he was a drug dealer, but I don't think it has anything to do with like the not caring about him because he was a drug dealer. If he was a drug dealer, like I, I never knew him to be a drug dealer. And I also a lot of drug dealers are real protected and real protected. Yeah. So I, I don't think it has anything to do with also, I was with him all the time. He was, I mean, he never did help me drugs. I don't know. Maybe he was doing drugs, but even if he was, whatever, that's not the reason they didn't protect him. They didn't, they didn't go and go and check about his, his death. They, it's because he was like so involved in the Black Lives Matters movement. They fucking didn't care about him and they, they like wanted to punish, like, I mean, us basically. They're punishing who's left behind. You know, I'm not fucking investigating this murder. You know, I'm having, you know, I'm having paranoia about like how, like who did it, you know, because it's people that I'm, I'm like still afraid of, you know, it's, it's seamlessly connected to people that I should be afraid of as well. And it's just like very upsetting that like, you know, like if I ever fucking have a suicide quote unquote, you guys go after Crispin, go after him. Because he, like, you know, they, they, you know, the police said that, like, I, I was beat over the head in my house four times. It's physically impossible. I could have done it to myself, the doctors are saying. And the cops are still standing there telling the, the doctors, telling the doctors she did that to herself. Refusing to take a report. The doctors are yelling at them. Doctors are yelling at these police officers. Refusing to take a report. On the way to the hospital, there were men trying to run me over. It was on camera. I, I had the license plate. It was on camera. They could have looked at the cameras. It was like literally driving onto the sidewalk trying to run me over. And they refused to say, they, they said, I imagined that I had a license plate. They, 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 it, it was in front of all these stores that they could have gotten like video from to, 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 to like 
what is it called? Corroborate your story. Yeah. Like they, there's so many, like I had proof and they refused to like, look into that. Um, you know, there's people that they do not protect and they like, I'm not going to say the police are the people who killed them. Like I, I sometimes do wonder if it was the police who killed them, but I'm not going to say it was the police who killed them, but they didn't like, they let him die. Like they let like the people who killed him go, go free. There is a definite lack of uh, investigations into lives that police, or not the police, but the the powers that be feel are threatening. Yeah, and it, it's scary, scary for people when you start thinking clearly. Um, I don't know. I just got back from rehab. I will share that. Um, I was under the impression for a little while, falsely, that being on substances was protecting me. Um, but it's really when you're thinking clearly that you can look at what's going on in society and notice what's wrong. You can't really disobey anything when you're on that many substances. Yeah, no, I'll sit here and promise you guys right here on the air that I will not kill myself. So if I fucking kill myself, just like investigate that yourself. Because they're not, they please will not investigate that. I will not kill myself either. I think I've said that in the past and I'll say it again. I'm way past my suicidal stages. Way past. I have no intention whatsoever. I have no will. I have no, I don't want, I want to keep going. I, and, uh, I'm scared of a lot of the things that I've been thinking about, but I think it's better than complacency. I want to keep going. I love my life. Um, and I'm just too fucking spiteful to kill myself. If people are, if there's people who would like me to do that, I'm, I'm just not gonna, not gonna give them the satisfaction. But I also love my life. Hey, if you want to join the conversation, if I can get the phone working, you can call in at 718-673-8201, but not right this minute because Lucas is going to share something important. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of our computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Now they're both .orgs. See, that was confusing before. Remember, like, oh, no, that was the, it was the, the dot com was for the Amazon Smile. Yes. Remember Amazon Smile? <laughs> I loved Amazon Smile. I, I, it's, that was, there was no reason to take that away, Amazon. That was wrong. I, I can't even remember what kind of bullshit they tried to shovel for the reason. They gave a reason? It was, I think it was, uh, this is working too well. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild 
I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, their reasoning is, no. well, we already have you hooked as an Amazon shopper and we don't really need to to give back because like you're going to buy from us anyway. I feel like it was just a ploy. Like it was always going to be temporary because there was those people holding out and being like, Amazon's unethical. I'm not going to do it. And it was like, and then they got those people. They got those people and then took it away. That's my feeling. For a little while, they did not like even want me as a shopper because I they didn't want poor people. Like I got, I applied to like like I didn't even know you had to apply. I had the money to to pay Amazon Prime. I wanted Amazon Prime. I wanted to watch something on there. They they checked my credit and didn't want me as a customer. Now they're asking the poor people to come. They're saying if you have an EBT card, you can get half off. I'm like, oh, now you want the poor people. Well. Yeah, that is the one thing I was going to say to their credit is that you can buy groceries with EBT on Amazon. I don't know. That's, that's if every. Take that that's away. every. That's every online. Um, you can buy uh, every grocery store. You can buy, you like even Whole Foods. So they're just posing as you can do it with us, but not other people. Yeah. To- no, what I'm saying is like they like they've now come to like terms with I guess wanting poor people, and they're they're even like helping them join. But like they literally in the past would not allow poor people to join Amazon Prime. They actually checked your credit. Like that's like like ridiculous. You know that's ridiculous. Like poor poor, poor people can't because Amazon Prime gives you discounts and stuff like that that you don't get with they're they're um, they're saying the poor people have to pay like full price. Like that's like oh let's make poor people pay even more because Amazon Prime saves you a lot of money. I don't think I'm alone in this that uh, that the lockdown the pandemic uh, affected me changed me uh, caused me to buy more stuff off of Amazon. For you know the 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 safety of not leaving home and stuff like that, and uh, and I found it was starting to become more of a routine part of my life than I would want it to be, and I'm moving away from that now. Yeah, good. Amazon the Prime Day, where all the big discounts are coming up on the 11th. I suggest you all ignore that shit. Uh, unless I'm a local there are shopper. Things, I'm a local shopper. Yeah, yeah. It's it's we've we've talked about this on the show over and over again. Whenever you can. Shop locally. It's it's good for your neighborhood. Uh, it's good for the environment. It's good for it's good for you uh, ultimately. And like, there's like you wait shop locally at the store too because there's like apples from New York and then there's apples from Peru and like you don't fucking need the fucking apple from Peru. And actually, like I've read some books that say it's actually healthier for us to eat. The seasonal foods that we grow near us because like they're meant to, like we're genetically meant to be eating like certain foods in certain environments and that's why those foods grow in those places. And so what's best for your nutrition is like like based on where you geogra- geogra- like gr- like geographically are in that moment. And the season. Exactly. Well, yeah, you should not be eating like out of season fruits flown from another like, like, you know, like, and yeah, like, that's why like, I always say like, let's even get the East Coast oysters. Like, let's do you know that the flying of food, you can put all of the travel that the whole like world does. And like, more food is flown into America than all the travel of the whole world combined. Like the, the most of the, like of the, like that's the single most like 
ridiculous. It's the single most thing that we could easily change um, of is that we stop flying food like to different places that that would change the environment greatly but like there's been no regulations on it and they won't change like they just won't change it and somehow there's this like aura of i don't know being ethical at a place like whole foods when like whole foods is one of those places the number one people flying in these like there's nothing ethical about whole foods there's nothing ethical about whole foods so people who who shop there bought by amazon bought by amazon um i got so scared when we went to whole foods that one time there's, there's like a difference between organic and ethical. Yes, there is. You know, people are like, well, it's good for me. So that's, and I'm like, and those are the same people who are shaming fat people for just being unhealthy because they have probably a different genetic genetics than them. And it's like, it's just very, that like that whole thing is very wrong. Like about like trying to tell somebody what their health is just by looking at them. Because, like, y- like you can be skinny fat. Like, there's so many different like like ways in which there's plenty of skinny people who have strokes and heart attacks because they were unhealthy and they're genetically just skinny. They're just genetically skinny. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of people. So to shame somebody for their health, we are all gonna die. Like, do like it's it is absolutely atrocious to look at somebody and like give them advice about their fucking health. You don't know a thing about them. You don't think about their story. And even doctors should not be like using the BMI like that. They, that's if, if, if somebody's labs are coming up right, nothing's wrong with them. They're probably like doing fine. And fat people are dying because they're going to the doctor and the doctor's not checking for things because they're just like, well, you're fat. So that's the reason. And people actually stop going to the doctors because they're shamed so much that they stop going. So then there's, they're not like the, like, uh, like the, a big reason, um, there's a discrepancy between obese people and there's actually no discrepancy against obese people and people who are not obese. It's actually morbidly obese. But even so, the discrepancies that happen there, they believe is because of the lack of care they're getting and not because actually being morbidly obese causes these things. But not going to the doctors causes these things. Yeah, and and, uh, and a society, you know, where... Sometimes where, where fast food is so cheap and so readily available yeah. and, and nutritional, nutritional counseling is expensive. Yeah. So you have people uh, who have been, and let me just say before I go any further how refreshing it is to be in a room with people that get fired up about this stuff. Or sometimes when I call you uh, during during the night when I'm having all of these thoughts and, and you can actually relate to it. And it's not like, yeah, but uh, daddy's going to buy me a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it is extremely refreshing and I'm very, very grateful to have both of you in my life. And I'm so glad that you're back. I just want to get that out, how much I love and appreciate both of you, especially in moments like this. Well, and- daddy's not going to buy me a Porsche. <laughs> but he did rebel against my mother and send me some paint markers. So. I know. That's a great cutter <laughs> rebellion because <laughs> you're going to make some awesome art. <laughs> no, I, um, we have very passionate talks at night. We do. We, um, I mean, and we always have, even when we were very, like, like clinically depressed. And <laughs> 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 but 
Yeah, I don't I I think it's just we can't like we like shaming people also I statistically like they've done a lot of research on if shaming fat people actually helps them eat less and it actually makes them eat more. I don't um, think shaming people works for anything. No. No, it does like no, it doesn't. And um no, it, it's the same with drugs. You, if you shame a drug addict, they're going to go out and use drugs to deal with the feelings that they're shamed. Like it's that's what yeah. When you go to the hospital and they're just like making fun of you and New not York Pres, fucking New York Presbyterian. Oh, New York Pres, it's cool for you to rape people, but it's not cool for me to do whatever I want to do. And then seek healthcare. <laughs> and then seek healthcare. They're like, they're like, mm, mm, you like. I mean, New York Prez mostly shames me for being trans. They didn't really shame me too bad for my substance use. Um, but, like, they really shamed me about being trans. And then they left me in bloody pants for a week. And then they, the, a different time, they tried to kick us out of the hospital. That was the same time. As was the same time. That you went in with the, where they shamed you for... For substance use, the, yeah, no, like when when they shamed you, like and like it, like it was a minor, it was a minor amount of substance use. Like you, Rachel was having a medical problem with her medication coming off of medication, and needed medical, like and they treated it like a psych case because of her records, and like then did not care for her medically and did not check at all. It for didn't take any vitals, didn't take any labs, didn't check, and she was like, and it like people die coming off medication. She was coming off, of, and it like they it, they it was incredibly negligent, and like, um, you know, they they didn't care. They found out you weren't a fucking. They, they found out you weren't Mrs. Goldberg anymore, and they fucking didn't care about you. They only care about like, you know, like. They care, like they're they're an incredibly you know religious organization, like that like really puts their morals on people. While they then go and hide that one of their doctors was raping people for years, and they're they're they they're paying the settlement on that. They know they did it. They they it's not um. They're not even coming after him. They're coming after the hospital for protecting him, and he protected. They protected him. Yeah, they're like a giant, years. a giant fraternity over there. Yeah, they were very. They were about to physically fight me, like um, the nurses, like oh, um, because we were asking for your clothes back, and they just you know treated us like you came in on substances, so we're gonna fuck with you. And they, so they're like fucking with me really bad. And, and I, I wasn't in, asking. came in while queer. I came in while queer. I wasn't asking for any information about your case. And it's funny because they are willing to give information to people who are not legally married because I um, got full the information about David. I got, I was his point of contact. I'm not legally married to David. They, they, asked, fucking, they called me. They asked you if he's, if, that, you should live or die. That was a different hospital, but like oh, that asked okay. me if I should live or die. But like New York Press was like calling me daily about David, who I'm not legally married to. But then I come in with a queer person, and they literally tried to physically fight me for. I didn't ask about any of her information. I tried to give them a piece of information because I'm the person who witnessed the decline. So I just wanted to tell them the symptoms that I heard the e EMT driver did not give to them. 
you know, like they, they, the MT driver made this all out to be substances and like not about what was actually happening, which is like the coming down of medication. So they were never even informed that they would not let me inform inform them of the reason I brought her to the hospital. They wouldn't even let me inform them of why I brought her to the hospital. They were just like, this is, this is about substances. This is about substances. And I was like, this is not about substances. Like maybe. It was also because my record, my record says I'm psychotic. Yeah. So they sent, <laughs> they sent her a psych check and yes, this was about psych medications, but it was a medical problem. This was not, I'm the one who called like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm the one who called. Listen to the person who called the fucking 911. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the one who fucking called. And, like, they, and then they had, they were so willing to talk to me about David. So, you were, you were literally physically gonna fight me because it, because I'm not her mother. So they said the only people they can speak to, and it's in her records that she has a bad relationship with her mother. So, it's offensive. It's fucking offensive. They know, they know she has a bad relationship with her mother, and they are saying they're only gonna talk to her mother. It's fucking offensive. You had a song you wanted to play? Yeah. Is this a good time for it? Yeah. Um, so this is, um, it's, they're, they're using like a part of this song that we've played on here before called Oceans, which is done by this re- religious group. Hillsong um, United. Hillsong United. Yeah. But, um, so they use that and it's, but it's like a rap um, and it's, by an artist that I do not know, KB, and it's called Crowns and Thorns, um, parentheses, Oceans. Oh, I got it. Great. Danger. 
the persecuted or the comfortable, give us a crown. You can hold on to them thorns. I don't want them having more. Nobody will suffer no more. Only say things that will end with applause. Don't offend no one except for the Lord. No mas. You were too good to be throwing your cross. I'm at the cross. Do what you want. And take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Stay on top, uh, become the servant of all When you the servant of all, no competition's involved Cause who was knocking you off, there's no one left to fall, uh Progressive with the flow, that's a little one As I'm assured, I'm sure you're missing these little puns I'm assured, yeah, the settlement is finna come still shining if I'm jacked for every nickel, sir Cause no way I'ma die slow No way I'ma die slow Won't break, I will not fold Cancel my tour, not my soul I go blindfold in and out of time zones I'm in my zone, put it up on your iPhone Leaving your mind blown, looking for his arrival I can see him riding down all on that white horse Looking like OJ in the Bronco Oh, uh, and I'm learning when I've flown Flights make my respect the strong uh, The higher that I go with grace Everything below is smaller I must do it this well He holds my airways, I breathe with a heavy flow Forevermore Yes, I'm willing to name Like I'm singing in the exit row I gotta make an exit though. What would they remember though? Hope I was born hopping with metaphors, metaphors, standing in truth, and I was summer strong. Bring it, they can throw violence. I'm in the back, grinning like Joe Biden. He rules the ocean beside him. To be frank, no ocean, I won't dive in. I really, really need this song spiritually. It's my like fuck society song. Um, it reminds me that there is something so much bigger than any institution or government or fucking corrupt hospital. Um, it's a little, a little complicated because Hillsong United is yeah, really anti-religious <laughs> and pretty pretty anti-queer and as a queer person i'm like do i need to stop listening to this but it just feeds me spiritually well luckily you're supporting this rapper if you listen to this version and not like as much them i mean they probably yeah. have to pay rights to i get, have like get fif- it, but 15 yeah. different like songs that sample this it's just like the amount of people that have been touched by this one song and like decided to make music off of it is freaking amazing Yeah, I think sometimes you have to like 
you know, I, I listened to Harry Potter to go to sleep last night because that's comforting to me, even though like it was written by like a fucking terrible person. Um, like I kind of look at her though. Like she's like our grandmother, even though she's like your age, but (laughs) 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 she like, but like she's acting like our grandma. I feel like she's just kind of like delusional. Like she's just doesn't even, you think she's at that age or it's like, okay, she's just gonna be Steve thinks she's like, Steve thinks she's a revolutionary and like, she's really concerned with, the same things he is like that she's concerned that they're trying to like Steve thinks that they're trying to make us all one gender to to make us no longer breed and like just worker bees that's what he thinks the transgender is about but I I don't always I don't always trust uh information from seems seems more paranoid than we are yeah (laughs) he he is my friend but I don't know if I I'm always I'm always trust his sources but I did like listening to Harry Potter. We had a great freaking night. Yeah, no, that was good. I, that was nice. Sometimes you just have to separate yourself from the artist. Um, and if it's comforting to you, then it's comforting to you. It was so nice to be in bed with you. It was so good. It was really nice. We 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 fucked in front of Calvin and and our friend Megan, and like they were just like playing music. They didn't even like pay attention. They weren't even watching. <laughs> I just we just hadn't fucked in like six weeks, and even even like when I left, like we weren't we weren't really in a good state to do that. We were having like wild sex in the corner, and everybody was just like, "La da da," like dr- like strumming along. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. I'm sorry you weren't there, Francis. As am I. <laughs> I would have watched. You would have watched. No, yeah. they. I, I would have watched. They yeah. were like, they were like, not that interested. They were like, whatever. But we also like needed that moment together. I think. Calvin's like, I see this all the time. <laughs> He's like, yeah, your girlfriend's crazy. I'm sad this show's almost over. Me too. You know, I do hope one day that. It, if if I become a lawyer, I do hope that I can make a dent in like how these hospitals are treating the mentally ill. You know, you just have to like sometimes leadership happens like case by case. It doesn't happen in this like big rebel. You know, I'm I'm trying to actually give up some of my Abby Hoffman dreams because I'm trying to get like a, arrested less. So, I, I would so, like you to get arrested less too. Yeah, so I'm trying to give up some of my Abby Hoffman dreams and like do like and just be like you know I'm like asking myself like who is re- like respected in society? It's like doctors and lawyers, you know, who like can get things done. I mean, I think artists can get things done, but they're From, not. From uh, Calvin, <laughs> we were trying to let y'all have that moment to yourselves. <laughs> thank you, thank you for giving thank us you, that Calvin. moment, Calvin. <laughs> I was like, are we not even sexy? <laughs> I was just paying attention to you. I like forgot they were there. Um, I'm actually usually like I like got a sex party. I don't like have sex like in the sex party. You I usually, like you I'm like, a lawyer. You like to set up the sex party. I set up the sex party and then I like go and read a lot. Like I used to, people used to always find me in my princess bed reading at the at the hacienda and like. Uh, I, I have <laughs> I have learned this about you. <laughs> You love to set up the scenario, and then you're like, "I'm gonna go do something else." I'm gonna go do something else. I just like it. Just make, makes me feel good that, that everyone's having a good time. So once I see everyone's having a good time, I'm like, now I'm exhausted. 
That was we hard get, to set we up. Gotta, we got to wrap things up here. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll all be here next week with uh, Dylan Greenberg. Yes. Amazing. She is. Uh, she's our dear friend. She's our dear friend. Great filmmaker. Uh, has just, just a prolific artist. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Big time. And let's uh, leave with this. First, thank you, Calvin, for listening and for chiming in at the end. We love you so much. <laughs> We love you, Calvin. We love you, Calvin. I'm so glad you're back. Rachel, I love you so much. I love you, too. Lucas, again, I said it several times, but I'll say it again. I love you. Folks I love you, at too. Home, show yourself some love. And by the way, up against the wall, motherfucker. Here come the judge. 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 David Peel and the Lower East Side Band. Up against the wall, motherfucker. Up against the wall, motherfucker. Up against the wall, up against the wall. Up against the wall, motherfucker. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Yeah. La, 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 la. Up against the wall, motherfucker. Up against the wall, motherfucker. Up against the wall.